0: This is one mic. Can we be real? I'm gonna gonna stretch the line and see. Now, if you step over the line, I'm gonna say something about it. This is one mic. This is one mic, please. Wow, it's been it's been crazy. But all I can say is, I want winners. It's been crazy. People's brackets are busted. Welcome to the real sports guys. March Madness before breakfast. The brackets has been busted. <laughs> Not have, but have been. Before I begin the show, I need to apologize because one of our bracket busters. I got the coach wrong. I was saying Tommy Amaker, who is at Harvard, and I wasn't saying James Jones. I apologize to the first lady because that's her brother, and the president that's his brother-in-law. This guy was coaching his team, and I actually had them winning that first-round game. But I want to apologize because I kept saying Amaker and it was James Jones. But that's just one of the upsets that we witnessed, you know, what I think is was just a great first two days of of college basketball, why we like March Madness. Now, I don't know where to begin. I'm I'm still trying to – it was like Michigan State was drugged. I just could not – the whole time I was like, well, they're going to come back. And then Middle Tennessee was just like, we're not relinquishing this league. We don't really care. They're going to come back. I'm like, Denzel Valentine's going to find a way to make it happen. And and then it got to a minute, and I was like, oh, my goodness, they they might lose this game. And I think Izzo is still trying to figure out if there's still enough time on the clock for them to win. I mean, everybody's bracket was busted. (laughs) The interesting thing about it, I know my bracket was busted, but everybody had Michigan State going some distance. So even – you know, as you look at brackets and where you are and you maybe had Michigan State winning it all, probably 90% of the people who are in your bracket pool at Michigan State going at least to the Final Four. Mm-hmm. Maybe not had them winning, but probably got them going to the Final Four. <clears throat> so, I mean, we're going to lose points on the probably championship game and and um, who wins the champion. So, people could still be in it. I, I got a lot of other ones right, but that one, can, and then Northern Iowa, and and I know the game changer is probably sick because you know he loves Shaka Smart, but that last second shot was crazy. It was outrageous, um, and that was just uh, you know that was that was you know that was just uh, icy on the cake. I mean, you know, uh, I was watching that the Iowa game and that battle and, you know, Wisconsin is where I got picked going. I mean, there's just a lot of this interesting games that were happening down the stretch and you know, the kind of stuff that gets you excited about the sport. So where do we go from here? I don't know what to say. You know, you you, you, you know, you almost had to reshuffle the deck and you say, Okay, who had a chance to do it? Well, I kinda of talked to y'all a little about Indiana. I said, Look, this in the Indiana Kentucky game gonna be interesting. I got Indiana beating Kentucky. And part of it is the respect game. You got Yogi Farrell who is basically, you know, uh, people like him, but he don't get the kind of love a lot of these other national players get. And he's going to use this stage to make his mark. And he's going to put that clown suit on. If you look at you listen to my previous podcast, I said Fred Van Fleet. I said there were two point guards who had kind of been under the radar, who have been recognized nationally. But kind of been under the radar and haven't quite been getting the respect equal to their talent. It was Fred VanVleet and it was Yogi Ferrell, and both of their teams are balling. Wichita State—they not just beat; they beating people down. And people forget that, best of, that. That you know Baker, who is a hell of a player in that backcourt, the way they play. And we've always said, having a backcourt is the key to being successful at this time of year. They got two playmakers in that backcourt that make all the difference in the world, and they got they got a confident head coach at Marshall. They got confident players who are used to winning. And this whole idea that you got some of these teams who um, they you know, they've won twenty five, twenty six games. So you know, on a wrestling stage, people are like you know, this is an upset for some of these teams. It's not an upset for them. They've been winning. Some of these kids are like twenty one, twenty two years old. They're like. I played against this kid when he was at AAU. We crushed him. I mean, their perspective on who they're playing is much different than us as a fan. And that's why you see some of these guys just, you know, coming at folks because, you know, they don't have the same perspective. They play against folks in the AAU. They do this. So so their vision of folks that we think are on a stage is not the same. They played them in different venues and got in on them. But one I told you all about, you know, Hawaii. When you got to travel that far all the time, when you leave your when you leave your campus, there's a toughness that come about you that you just got. Um, and uh, you know, Cal had the injury to the point guard, but um, you know, Hawaii was uh, you know just 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 getting after it uh, on folks. And so, you know, I'm excited. I told y'all about Yale over Baylor. You know. You know, it's the it's the it's the cats that they was probably giving them stock tips while they were beating them. You know, you know, Baylor's a good academic school. You know, but Baylor's guys, they be I told them they like the George Foreman. Oof, oof. I mean, they just had the bodies, and, and Yale would just put them on the rope, with dope. and uh, and 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 putting it uh, uh, putting it together, and uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, making making it happen on and. You know you saw a team that could rebound they get after you in terms of um uh you know defense they weren't afraid to get into the um into the battle. I mean you're talking about a team like Baylor that is just the strongest i you know it was Yale had thirty rebounds and Baylor had thirty two so they would battle them on the boards you know um and getting after them. um so that you know when you start to think about um teams like that 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 you know, got players who just feel like they can they can win. It's uh, it, it's amazing. So where do we go from here? We got we got Coach K out there, you know, probably smiling a little bit because he got a little bit of relief maybe. You got Kansas still lurking. You got Carolina who uh, who got Providence coming up, which is going to be a great game. Um, I got Carolina winning that one, but um, it's <clears> – <throat> I wouldn't put it past me. I got Indiana beating Kentucky. Um, Notre Dame and Stephen F. Austin, so I think I have that matchup. Um, I think Notre Dame will win that game. <clears throat> Wisconsin-Xavier, this is where you're going to make your money. I got Wisconsin beating Xavier. And Xavier's so talented, I don't know why he picked this, but I, I got a feeling that Wisconsin got good enough, enough players who've been on the run. Uh, Nigel um, – Hayes is, again, a guy who is going to make his name. Uh, He did that against Pittsburgh. He's a tough cover. Uh, They got the the freshman of the year, Haas, who's a a great big man with great feet. Uh, They got uh, Vito Brown is a big who can space and hit that three. You know, like they always had a big that can space and hit the three, Vito doing that and rebounding. Um, And, uh, you know, so – you know uh you know Wisconsin's got some players who have been there, not shocked in a the moment. they played at Oklahoma, so they played in venues where you know you got some um, um, you got some uh uh some kind of hostile crowds, one at syracuse um and and so they they are not gonna be nervous up in here. Yeah, And, in fact, I think Nigel going to keep them loose because that's the kind of personality is. is. Um, and that's going to be a big upset. And then when that happens, it's going to be really open. Uh, you got Kansas against Connecticut. And I got Kansas winning this one, but UConn, man, it's one of them teams, you got to watch out for them. Um, you never know what's going to happen. Uh, Maryland, I got Maryland winning. Um Wichita State-Miami is going to be a great game. You got two well-coached-to-get-after kind of squads. Um, You know, I just think Wichita might might edge them, but I think this is going to be a great game. Um, And uh, Villanova and Iowa, I got Iowa beating Villanova. Uh, Like I said, people, you know, Utah was, you know, on everybody's radar um, coming, like, probably mid-season. Then Iowa went on that slide, and then I think he kind of backed off. The player year consideration everything else, but uh, you know I was deep, and um, you know I, I believe they can beat Villanova. Um, uh, Villanova, you know, um, you know, you know, you uh, know, did their thing in the first round, kind of getting out of there. But this is a game; that's going to be a test for them. Um, if they can win this game, then I think Villanova can go on a run, um, and uh, it can be an exciting uh, run for them. So the tournament is getting crazy tournament is um uh uh gotten to a point where we are kind of shocked i think the people are all around i kind of have my two-day holiday where i watched the first couple of days of the tournament my wife was looking at me like you just disappeared um and and i just kind of went into i was sequestered uh, in my favorite space i want to thank my guy andy and all the fellows down there at uh uh, RBI um, for uh, for for being there, um, but it's just exciting. But tonight, I just want to make sure. I, uh, I mean, this morning, I want to make sure. You know, with the breakfast stuff, I just had my my eggs. I just had my toast. I just had my oatmeal. You know, went a little bit healthier this morning. But I want to think we got a couple of great sponsors here. Uh, Resistance Digital Solution. You know, I got LR, who is you know our cornerstone of the of the uh, of the. Uh, RSG um, uh, sponsorship group. He's always been there for us. Is uh, our show sponsor. Um, you can get the Resistance Digital Solution by going to realsportsguys.com and clicking on the icon for Res- Resistance Digital. Call my boy LR. Tell him the real sports guys send you. He'll hook you up. He'll hook you up with all your electronic needs. Um, and uh, He'll give you world-class personalized service. Uh, we also have, again, back to back to back can uh can filters who um have uh uh been great sponsors here doing this uh this uh, uh tournament run uh uh for us and uh um, uh you know we uh we absolutely love it they've been around since 1969 um and providing um uh, uh filters for um our uh, replacement for cars, motorcycles and um uh, uh 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 boats. Um you can uh you can go to realsportsguys.com and 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 click on it and uh tell the folks that um the the guys from real sports guys sent you. Um uh, they will be sponsoring our um our hotline. So Kn will be sponsoring the hotline. We'll thank them again for being with us tonight. Um, you can also go to knnfilters.com dot com forward slash podcast um, and uh, your a filter with a free shipping and as you, as a bonus you will get a KNN free KNN hat to go along with it. Again, KNN is our sponsorship of our uh, KNN hotline and uh, like I said, when you when you talk to them, tell them the you guys sent you. I want to thank both sponsors for being with us today. So what did we learn? What did we learn by these first two days of tournament? What did we learn? Well, one thing we did learn is that Purdue is now on my can't-trusted list. I don't know what Painter is doing over there in West Lafayette. I mean, you got two seven-footers. You got a great foundation and a team. You got to go at least one round. I mean, you can't just bow out the way they bowed out. I mean, it was so disappointing. I know, Boilermaker fans are just losing their mind because this is really, you know, you know, like I said about Tom Crean, you got the right team that helps you with recruiting because you got to go deep. This is a team. This is a this was a run for them. You kind of keep some things going, and it just feels like they missed the opportunity. And they should have. I just couldn't figure it out. And, you know, um, I don't know why they don't perform at the level they perform, but they have been pushed to my can't-trust-it list. Like, I can't trust Purdue. Now, Izzo's not on my can't-trust-it list. I think this is just a blip in the radar. I mean, that's why I was so disappointed, because these are the games that Izzo ever loses. And so I don't know what happened there. This is one of those, I mean, even with this, I just think, you know, did they get food poisoning? I don't know what but all. This one, you know, Izzo got some, he got some credits with me for a couple more years before I do that. But but Painter, I can't understand him, man. You got to figure something out. I mean, Purdue has got to be better than that. And so uh, right now he's on my can not trust it list because I can't trust him. No way in the world they should have taken the L. In the first round, it just should have never happened, and it did. And so, you know, I don't understand um, <clears throat> where they go with this. Um, I don't know what kind of pressure he might be under West Lafayette, but if, in West Lafayette. But if he, you know, my feeling is if they don't start doing it next year, they're going to be, you know, you know, because this is not what Gene Katie envisioned. This is not what Gene Katie envisioned. I mean, you think about Purdue the big dog and all that. I mean, they? this is a program that is prideful. And he had the players to, to make a run this year and just was highly disappointing. So um, what did we learn? I don't know. I don't know what we learned, but I know this. We learned that Purdue is on the can trusted trust list. Um, we learned about Miami, man. You got, you got Rodriguez's son balling, you know, you know, you, you, you you know, you got to feel some of these stars, you know, got to have their kids down there hooping in the hood because that kid is tough. It um, gets after it. Uh, Miami's going to be, you know, like I said, that's going to be a good game. Um, it's a program that's really established itself. It feels like, you know, um, a few years back they kind of jumped in on us, but they got staying power. You know, you can think about hurricane football to you, but their basketball team is is really giving you a sense that, you know, whether they win or not in this one, that this is a program that got some staying power, and I'm, I'm really um, liking uh, what I what I see uh, with that. Providence, we're going to find out, you know, Providence and, and, uh, and Seton Hall are kind of like, you know, those who have been following basketball for a long time um, see things like Seton Hall and Providence, like that's the old guard, and some of those programs have kind of been making their way, you know, back to us. And, and, you know, when you think about them as a program, you know, this is a very important um,
1: uh,
0: game for them, if they can get this victory against Carolina, to kind of reestablish Providence as kind of the the fires are back, you know. And this is a program that's really really – I think it's still heading in the right direction. Um, But, um, you know, a victory like this would really – um, seal the deal um, for them as a program, but that's going to be a great game, um, you know. And in thinking about it, you know, uh, as good as UNC is, they still I think shaky mentally. Sometimes they're not in it. Much talent they have, you know. The question is, are they mental tough? Can they stay focused? Are they going to be? Added? Are they going to lock in a demons man, You know, in uh, in the, in the in the first round, you know, uh, Florida Gulf Coast you know, try to push them a little bit, come on back. And, and you know, they had to break away towards the end. But, um, uh, you, you, you know, it's, it, each game Carolina going to get stronger. Um, but this might be a game that, you know, where Providence um, is a team that can kind of make some noise and get them back in the swing of things. Man, it's been a crazy, 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 crazy couple of days. Um, I am uh, – Kind of feeling out uh, what life is like right now. I'm trying to make sense of my brackets, even though I find myself in the top two or three and all of my stuff, even with the loss, because I got so many other ones right. That says a lot about me, it says a lot about my talents uh, and what I bring to the table. So I'm glad you're here with me this morning for the breakfast before the madness, which is truly some madness. <laughs> There's truly some madness. We're going to take a little break here and come on back. Again, I want to thank my guys from Real Sports Guys and my guys from K&A for being sponsored with this show. Uh, we'll talk to you in a couple minutes. You're listening to the Real Sports Guys, realsportsguys.com, brought to you by Resistance Digital Solutions. Cool J is hard as hell. Battle anybody, I don't care, you too. by Resistance Digital Solutions. com brought to you by Resistance Digital Solutions. All right, we're back in business. This is Breakfast Before Madness. This is your guy D Wills. It's just, you know, a short hour of just, you know, hanging with my people. I'm 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 in, I'm out here with my folks. You know, they're mourning like I'm mourning. I was, you know, I was hanging out in my favorite spot in Rockford, Illinois, watching my games. Well, my guy, Handy, what's up, man? All the people over there at RBI, folks connected with me, loved it. Um, and, you know, folks is going crazy. It's funny because, you know, you're not too far from Iowa, so you got all these folks who went to Iowa, Iowa fans in the building. You got some Wisconsin fans in the building. I wish we had some people from Illinois, uh, team fans of them, but none of the Illinois teams made it. That's a whole nother story for us. I mean, did we get we I don't think we got a team from the state of Illinois in here. I think we got what four teams from what North Carolina somewhere in the in the tournament or something like that. We got I don't think we get any teams from Illinois in there. You know? Everybody wants to think Notre Dame is an Illinois school. That's really Indiana. That's South Bend. You know, we got you got you got you got what three, four teams from the state of Indiana. I don't know what's going on in the state of Illinois. Uh, we had an argument about the the best basketball states, Caskets, you know, my boy Lamar been on here before with us, you know, contributed to RSG, you know, all these Illinois guys, and you know, ESPN did their their thing and had Michigan ranked at the top, you know, and you know, when I don't see any teams from Illinois, yeah, a lot of great Illinois players end up going to like places like Duke or Kentucky or whatever, but you supposed to have that much talented teams in Illinois should still be able to get off and do something, so. Uh, that's just for another day, another discussion. But, you know, uh, tournament time brings up a lot of storylines. I mean, when you think about, you know, who are these kind of Cinderella stories and, um, you know, who are our potential Cinderella stories um, uh, in terms of teams coming out of nowhere, I'll tell you now, if Yale beats Duke, you know, that's a team that's got some interesting dynamics that could go a little ways if they beat Duke. And Duke. Duke is a great team, but they just stand in a lot of different places and remain, that's why they an interesting story, because they don't have a quite the depth, but they have elite players. And so it's a real contrast they got going on that a team like Yale could be. But, I, you know, I wonder who your your, your Cinderella stories. story is. Who, could, who If you were to write the one shining moment that the song was playing, Who who do you have kind of? Featured in there, you know, we already got that North, you know, Northern Iowa buzzer beater. You know, that's going to be on there for um But who is Stephen F. Austin? You know, they beat Notre Dame. Are they becoming a Cinderella story? Like who is it? Can Wisconsin be a Cinderella story even though they went to the final last year, but they lost all that talent plus the coach? You know, they're not really not really Cinderella, but nobody expected them to do much. Same thing with Utah State. These are our folks who are competing, but nobody expected them to do much. They're at these kind of semi-high high seeds, and they they got these runs. They don't quite fit the Cinderella. Cinderella is 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 the the team that you know most like you always put Cinderella with somebody who's probably also a mid major. I don't know if we ever had Cinderellas who weren't mid majors. So probably I think Hawaii could be you know uh, a Cinderella. So when I look at the potential Cinderella stories, if we're going to have one. Um, I think Stephen F. Austin, my two candidates, Stephen F. Austin and Yale are my potential. Well, actually, no, I would say Stephen F. Austin and Hawaii. Because Maryland is talented but can be fragile in some games. Got as much talent, they top-three tight team, but they can, for some reason, be fragile. If, if Trimble doesn't shoot well, I think my two candidates might be Stephen F. Austin and, and, and Hawaii that might be part of that run. Northern Iowa, I don't quite consider them a Cinderella just because I kind of give them, and maybe that's where I'm wrong. You know, they could be, but, you know, I just, they're they're the kind of team, I'm not surprised that they got multiple teams out of that league in the tournament um, just because you know, I think they've earned that respect now, so I feel like they're like kind of like Gonzaga in a sense. If Gonzaga made a run or Northern Iowa made a run it's like you know they're they're moving into this. You expect them to be here in some way, um, and when you can get two teams out of the same conference in, in that way, then you know then your league is being viewed in a different way. Um, but you know, I, I've always when I pick this, I'm, I'm always thinking about. I was telling somebody last night. You know, what's what's the one shining moment? Like when the song comes on, what are the kind of the visuals I'm going to see? Now I didn't plan on seeing one that didn't have Denzel Valentine up there. And, you know, putting his hand over his face and probably crying and walking out with two people holding him up. That wasn't a vision I had of him. I had him smiling and pumping at his chest and hugging Izzo and doing all that other stuff. But, so I got the remix happening right now. But, um, you know, I try to imagine, like, what could those storylines be and that helps me to kind of think about how I'll pick. And um, my big two storylines really were that Warren Cinderella was this Yogi Ferrell, something that just kept coming to me like Indiana, like this is the time for Tom cream to break out, and he's got the right leader to do it, um, you know, and who hasn't even quite given the respect he wants. And then I had the, the whole um, Fred Van Fleet, because I think because of his injury, they're undervalued in terms of their CD. But this is this is a, you know, my mind, this is a top 15 team in the country, just the injuries, um got them in a shaky spot where they lost some games when he went there. Um but, you know, he's coming back with the uh you must have forgot look on people's face the way they done beat folks down these first couple of rounds, um, and the way they've been playing uh the game. And so I kind of imagine that and some of that stuff is coming true other than my you know, obviously most people my Michigan State pick. Uh, but who who are your one shiny moments? Who are who are you Thinking about when you think about that, who who would you put in the the caption uh, for that? And uh, uh, who would you know? Now that the script is kind of being written, I mean, when the song comes on, you know, what are those moments going to be? I mean, that's the uh, the thing that uh, I'd love to go. So you know, if you feel so compelled, you can call in three four seven nine eight nine zero eight four four. This is a real sports guys uh RealsportsGuys.com. You can get to us on all our platforms at RealSportsGuys.com. Sports Guy You get us at iTunes. Uh our show sponsors Resistance Digital Solutions. Uh they'll take care of all your electronic needs. You know, go to RealSportsGuys.com. click on the uh the, uh resistance digital solutions icon it takes you right to the website website and take our guy L R and let them know that the Real Sports Guys sent you. Uh, this is our uh, breakfast before, you know, kind of what I said is my theme for this is kind of like, you know, for us who grew up uh, in the 70s and the 80s with Wimbledon, breakfast before, Wimbledon, you know, you got your food on and you got Bud up there talking about, you know, you know, Mac and Connors and, you know, you're getting ready, you know, um, get the grits going and uh, you're, you're having a good time. Well, this is our version. This is our March Madness, you know, people waking up, we're getting ready for it you know, the the second round games coming on uh here around noon and uh you know, we we're getting excited a little bit about it. I wanted to get you revved up, I don't have my, my oatmeal, have some bacon, some toast, um, you know, feeling real good, um, getting in my mix. And I'm just trying to stretch out a little bit and love this kinda of being on the air with my guys, uh, kinda of doing it. Like I'm doing a solo today. It's hard to be on the mic solo. You know, I'm breaking away a little bit. You know, I'm used to being in the group in the band you know, singing in harmony with my guys. But today I'm just holding it down, you know, solo-like, you know, trying to let you know I can spend 16 on my own. Um, and just trying to understand what we witnessed these past 48, 72 hours. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, this State lost and people's bank accounts just went down. They're like, oh, my goodness. You know, yeah, they, they broke the bank on them. I mean, folks didn't even know how to act. I mean, we had fans out here looking worse than his. Health. Uh and then uh, uh, Jamil from uh, uh, ESPN. You know, she's a she's a she's a Michigan State alum. Boy. the worst line was when uh, somebody tweeted on her that uh, uh, who would have thought that Michigan would have been in the tournament longer than Michigan State. <laughs> Man, you know, we ain't gonna see Magic smiling. And the worst thing about it is Steve Smith had to do the game. I Steve Smith's gonna do the game, I know it was killing him watching his team struggle. I know it is fine. I know Steve Smith was just like, come on, let's get it together. Wake up. Wake up. You were like a Rocky scene. You know, what's the matter with you? What's the matter with you? You know, when when uh, uh, when uh, 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 Rocky was trying to prepare for Club of Lane. And Apollo Creed was like, "What's the matter with you?" And he was like, "Tomorrow, tomorrow." I mean, that's how I felt. Like they just wouldn't snap out of it. So we got that. We got a buzzer beater from Northern Iowa. My goodness, look on Shaka's face. You know, like I said, I had a chance to hear him speak a couple months ago. Incredible guy, but man, I must hurt as hard as he worked getting kids that position. And your guy basically banks it from three quarter to quarter and then runs to the sidelines on He should have just started to strike up the band after that one. You know, it's just, it's just. Uh, uh, so crazy, so much energy. I was just, my mouth was just dropping off um, and uh, I was uh, just blown away by everything that was happening, particularly yesterday. I mean, yesterday might have been one of the most exciting days in uh, college, uh, college basketball in terms of the tournament um, setting. Um, it's uh, really got us thinking and got us warmed up and Uh, Looking at these things uh, uh, the way we like to look at them, so you know we sit here and you know round two and we like we ready for more. We ready for more, and that's kind of where we at right now. So who do we got today? Who you think you're gonna do it? Who's gonna win it? We got weekend. Who's gonna go to that Sweet Sixteen? I got a feeling we're gonna have a couple more upsets. We're gonna have a couple more people who. We'll punch a ticket that we did not expect to punch it. Um, I have Iowa punching it. I don't think a lot of people, other than those folks who fans of Iowa, uh, I got Wichita State punching it, other than people who um, were uh, Wichita State fans. You know, those people that have them punching it. Um, I got Indiana punching it. Most, a lot of people probably have Kentucky punching um, their ticket to that. Um, I got Wisconsin punching. Most of you probably got Xavier punching. So I got some teens who are going to get invited to the Sweet 16 party who didn't have a place map. Where are your brackets? What's going on with that? How are you coping with what happened the past couple of days? Don't put yourself on the edge. If you put too much money in, just talk yourself off the edge. Don't worry about it. You can't. You can't be blamed for the decision of these eighteen to twenty-one years old. You can't. You can't let that drive you. You can't. You can't let that push you out. But but what does that mean? What does that mean to you? I don't know. But but uh, I'll have much fun. Like when Michigan State lost, I said I'm just going to be a fan now. <laughs> they don't crush my bracket, but then I looked up. I was still in second place. I was still in first place. But I realized that so many other people have made the decisions I made. So I'm still in it. You know, so, you know, the key is to embrace this. It's a lot like golf. And people who go out golf and take themselves too seriously, they always walk away disappointed because you just can't outdo the course. You're going to make some mistakes. You're going to change something. Something's going to spin and go the wrong way. You got to keep an easy and even mindset. If you're going to play the game of golf or you're just going to always be disappointed. Same thing with these tournaments. You got to just come into it for the fun that it is. Because when you're talking about 18 to 20 million years olds, you never know what decisions the they made, where they hung out. My boy Ray used to say, when we used to pick tournaments, my boy Ray, for some of you long time RSG, my boy Ray, who's probably the funniest guy you ever hear talk about sports, we'll get him back on. He's done a little hiatus, but we'll get him back on. But folks, if you go back to the early days of RSG, go back in the catalog and listen to Ray. Ray. Ray's probably one of the funniest guys, but one of the guys who got the most common sense. When, when he picked the brackets, he used to say, you also got to look at where they're playing. If you got a team coming from New York City and they're playing their first round in Utah, yeah, they're playing against Wisconsin. There's there some shock with hanging out in Utah. The Wisconsin players is like, well, this is just like Madison. There's something about the environment. You don't know these 18 to 21-year-olds who are out other places and you know if you're you know the impact of where they're playing in terms of just culturally you know uh, all the different things that can do when you're in an environment you are not familiar with but a lot of different ways of how that gets into people's heads you don't know what impacts some of these kids and so so you you, you got to have fun with it because if you don't it's going to drive you crazy and that's one of the things that i've appreciated about uh this kind of draft i just this year I've been just kind of just enjoying it and having fun with my fun with my friends, hanging with my boy Lamar and all the fellas down there and and having a great time. And uh my boy Mo Red, who's CEO of uh, you know, who who's one of our sponsors, uh, you know, uh hanging out, talking jump them because they do they do fans and they like they like teams that, that sponsor Camp Kids, not real real hoopers. Um and so we just kind of give each other a hard time and have having fun with it. But this one has created a lot of chatter, a lot of great opportunity for us to have some stories, uh, created some stars, um, done a lot of good things that you hope that a tournament like this would do for you. And um, I'm just enjoying this, eating my breakfast, getting ready for what I think is going to be another great day of, basketball a great day of 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 just kinda um, energy, upset, heartache, all of this stuff that the emotions that, that 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 hit people. Well, I'm gonna come back with you after this mix by my guy DJ Slick, uh one of our affiliates on the R S G. Um, and we're gonna listen to this and come back and then hit the fourth quarter of this March Madness, the March uh the breakfast before the madness. RSG again. Uh, our show sponsor, Resistant Digital Solutions. Hit your boy LR. Go to realsportsguys.com and click on the icon. Contact LR. Let him know that the RSG, so the guy sent you. All right. Right about now, you're about to be possessed of the sounds of MC Rockface and DJ Easy Brown. It's your boy DJ Slick rocking here with RSG. Let's do it big. Let's go. All right, that was DJ Slick, uh, RSG contributor. DJ is uh, out of control. Check him out. You can uh, get him on like Mixcloud. Uh, find him. You know, guy does incredible music. You'll hear more of him on RSG. Uh, you know we got all, we got all kinds of guys. When you get a chance, check us out on our main show. Um, you can hit us up on uh, you go to dot um, and then uh get to the iTunes you'll get the big show where you've got my guy Marcus and phil uh going on. We got also hustle and Flows with Marcus and sekou uh Sekou is incredible we uh if you go to our real site, uh, uh, dot com uh we have uh his top uh hip hop albums of the year um It's kind of integration between hip hop and sports um We got a lot of contributors uh who uh, add value to this see your first time connecting with us. Um, This is part of my one-mic series where I'm on, and usually I'm on with a couple other cats, some uh, contributors. You'll see me have me on with my guy, Hank, who leads our inside um, the park, uh, you know, for guys, people who love baseball. Um, We are, you know, trying to be – we're like, if you understand understand your your history, let's say even hip-hop, the wake-up show, where it was a space where, you know, that was a gateway to the game. Um, And we've touched a lot of people early in their game. We had – uh, a guy uh uh um, um trying to get my uh uh, uh Jonah who's uh, on uh, M L B um uh who uh, came on inside the park. Um, you know, and now he's on MLB uh was uh, uh uh Jonah Carey. Um, you know, he was blowing up but he after he's now really blowing up, we call him early on in his career after he wrote his book. And, you know, now he's just a staple on MLB.com. And so we usually catch people early in their career, as well as we'll connect with, you know, over time, they're here to interview more of our uh, coaches and athletes that we've done uh, in the past, uh, and uh, you've got some of those interviews who are on realsportsguys.com. But we, our, more, our big thing is create a conversation for y'all, create space um, to hit some stuff deeper than most people hit it. And usually when I have a crew on together, we, you know, we really get in on some issues and... But this was this breakfast before madness was just kind of just, you know, my opportunity to kind of get get my head right. You know, y'all might be listening in, but this is really about me getting my head right, trying to make sense about what I saw. And you know, I gotta say, you know, like a lot of people, I was shook yesterday. You know, I still I was, you know, it was kind of like if you ever watched Trading Places when uh, <laughs> at the, when uh, Eddie Murphy and uh, and Aykroyd ran the game on the two brothers. And they got down to the floor and they they realized they lost all their money. And he looked at the guy like, you know, you know, turn it on again, start it up again, open it up again. But the, you know, the stock exchange was closed and not as as big as they are, as much as they were founders of the stock exchange on that day, they could not reopen the stock exchange to get their money back. You know, they just, they can be as powerful as they want to, but when when the stock exchange was closed, they just lost their money and they lost everything. And, and, the privilege that came along with it. That's how I felt like when I watched Michigan State. I was like, I felt like start the clock up again, play another quarter. You know, Izzo, demand another quarter. You know, this is fair. I mean, I was, I was just like them cats in trading places, man. And uh, it, it it was, uh, that was probably, it's got to be, for me, one of the top three upsets in, 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 in uh, uh, March Madness history. Um, because it was so, so unexpected. You got to give those cats no to see that They ball, And they, it, it wasn't usually upset. you like, well, they just snuck in. Like, they balled from beginning to end. They, they had to lead from jump to the end. I mean, they just balled. And one thing we forget about with some of these teams is, that remember, these mid-majors will get transfers from big-time schools who were there, were not getting the kind of PT they want. They transfer over. Then they add them what they mix. And so, you know, and when you win as much as teams like that may win or what, you know, they just, you know, these they just don't expect to lose. Like, not in a way that I would say teams who probably came into those roles in the 80s or 90s. And A lot of times because when you play teams in the 80s and 90s, if you're playing a good team, you're playing a team that most likely have been together for three years. So if they were a top team, a Carolina team back then, would have a Michael Jordan who's a junior and a Sam Perkins. And uh, you know, these guys have been playing together for years and so it, you know there is a higher probability that um they were going to do what they're supposed to do with say the first couple of rounds. Um whereas you don't have sometimes had a continuity. But well with the Michigan State team, I think they resembled as much what would be that eighties, nineties team because so many of those kids have been together for so long. And Izzo tends to recruit guys who, he do not recruit a lot of running downs. And so they have continuity. So you don't expect them to get shocked too many times in the first round like this. You know, maybe they'll meet somebody up in the second round, third round who is talented and, you know, you meet up against a St. Joe's or something like that and they just get into them. That one you can't expect, but a first round defeat like this, a two 15 is not something you would normally get with them because they have the kind of continuity you used to see in basketball teams. So that would be like the less likely thing you would see um, with them versus Kentucky, even as as talented they are, because they're so volatile, because they're they're always in this constant developmental stage because they always got these freshmen you don't know how they're going to respond. You know, somehow Calipari just gets them to focus like they are a veteran squad. I mean, he does an amazing job with that, but you could expect them maybe to get caught with an upset just because you don't know how young people 18 and 19 are going to react in that situation. Mm -hmm. Um, So Michigan State was not that kind of team that you would would suspect would end up that way. And so, uh, you know, that was why, I mean, I was just like, if you had told me, I'm like, ain't no way in the world. You know, you heard me talking about the breakfast uh, before uh, Madness uh uh the other day on Thursday and I was like, you know, if you heard that outcome I would come with, I ain't no way in the world uh that was gonna happen. And uh it just, you know, the other team comes too. The other team of scholarship players too. The other team played AAU basketball with some of these kids too. The other team, you know, got to dress up and they just you know, they brought their dogs and uh, you know, uh but I felt like wow is oh you were powerful enough, couldn't you just demand another quarter man until you <laughs> that's how I felt with him. You know, and that's hard for a captain, man because 'cause I'm not really uh like that. You know, Sparty can you know, but when you're talking about my brackets and winning and bracket rights, I just gotta I gotta put all that to the side. I'm like we all on the same team. You know, now when I get past this, I'm gonna clown all my Spartan fans. You know, I'm gonna clown you, you know, because 'Cause y'all not that far ahead of Michigan. Michigan went as far as actually Michigan wasn't following y'all, they won. At least one game in the tournament uh but i i'm a I'm a digress i ain't gonna the wound is kind of the wound is kind of open right now for these Sparty fans so I'm not gonna get to you know what they're gonna do when they when they down and out like they are and knowing you got Valentine leaving probably I don't know how you all gonna re up, but we'll see we'll see and uh you know other disappointing kinds of teams you know if you were thinking about your teams they're disappointing. like how does it shape what you think people are gonna do next year it's you know, whose storyline, you know, they asked Izzo, you know, what does it mean for next year? Obviously, he wasn't thinking about next year because, you know, this is so fresh. But, you know, you know, what does it mean for some of these teams that really needed to capture, they need to take advantage of having a certain group together and as a way for really being there, really feeding their their important line, which is recruiting. It, it signals to people that they're in good health, you know, in terms of their program. You know, is always going to be in good health. A loss like this isn't going to hurt him you know, he's got too much of a pedigree. But when you think about teams like Purdue who like need to turn the corner, Seaton Hall need to turn the corner, Providence, these teams that really want to turn the corner and change their positioning in the eyes of recruits, you know, winning three or four games, you know, in this tournament is important about the health of your of your tournament. And that's why, as I said before, you know, the team that I really feel like um needs this as much as anyone is Indiana. But Tom Cream came in with the idea that he's going to take this team to national prominence. Um, he's got the budget. He's got he's got the budget. He's got all the other things to kind of make it run. And, and he's got to turn the corner. And it's not because he hasn't had big-time recruits. He's had big-time recruits, but he hasn't had big-time recruit production. If you look at the talent that he's brought into his program, and even a Kentucky program or North Carolina or, Duke or Kansas. I mean, Crean has brought in as much talent as anybody into his program. And then, how do you get them produced? This is this is a big one. This is a big one for you know um, signaling to people he can compet- be competitive. It, it allows him to you know get a player that might have gone to Duke, Carolina, you know, because that's the realm he's playing in. Um, and um, you know, he needs. And you, very few times you're going to have a leader like a Yogi Ferrell who who can help you do that. And it'll be good for the young players he has on the squad to build that continuity into next year. And so he's one of those programs that really needs to to make a run here. And a win against Kentucky, I mean, this is, like I said, this is a recruitment game because of proximity to each other, Um, you know, the historical kind of comparisons and all these other things, you know, this game for him, for Tom Crean, is a recruitment game. It's a branding game. And, um, he's got to make some noise right now, and so um, that's why I went with um, I, I went with uh, Indiana to uh, to win this because I just believe that you know they need it. You know, they need it for a program, and I think they all realize that they got to be intent to have a run. And from here, he could really escalate his program and, and begin to you know start to challenge Michigan State. Uh, you know, hard in the Big Ten uh, like he did this year. I uh, mean, they won the Big Ten by two games this year. I mean, a really good conference. And so, and like I tell telling you, people say, well, the Dark Horse and, and uh, Game Changer got on me about this. But people want to think about Indiana. Even when Indiana was winning the Big Ten, people probably didn't realize Indiana was winning the Big Ten. If you had somebody around the country who was first in the Big Ten, they probably would have said Maryland. They probably would have said Michigan State might have been said Iowa. You know, nobody was really thinking about Indiana, even though they're performing well. Um, and, you know, the people who were headliners this year, the Big Ten, for the most part, was Maryland, Michigan State, were like the, those headliners. And, um, you know, Iowa kind of came on for like three or four weeks because of Utah's performance. Um, but, um, uh, but I, you know, I think, you know, one of the things that's very important about uh, this for Kareem uh, is that he's got to um, make the the right. He's got he got to turn the corner, and you go up against a guy Calipari like who is the ultimate salesman. Like Calipari, you know, he he's selling this seed thing to his guys, and they believe in it. You know, we're being disrespected. <laughs> Nobody cares about us. So you're going against the ultimate salesman, and he got a guy. Um he's got a backcourt that is uh on fire, um in, in uh, uh uh with Eulis um uh leading the way. And so um he's got some bigs. I mean he's got some players and they you know obviously they played well in that first round. Um but that's gonna be that's gonna be that marquee game uh to, to look at. Um, there's a couple other teams, like I said, that um need to, to 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 finish the deal. Obviously going over, um, is a team that this is for the this is for the program and um they gotta come out. Um, uh, but I think they're gonna get old man gamed They'll get old man gamed when it comes down to Wisconsin. If they, you know that cat that's on the on the court that always wearing them cut off blue jeans. Everybody else is coming out with their uh they 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 on, all the right shorts on, gear looking tight. But this cat with no shirt and cut off blue jeans is just killing them and holding court. And the young cats with all them nice gear is frustrated because you like your, your 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 technology ain't up, your shoes ain't tight, your game ain't tight. You out here with some old, your, your shoes got a little dirty. You got these blue jeans, but you are killing us with these moves from the elbow, always catching at the elbow, facing you up, hit the jump shot or taking you off the dribble and, and yelling at one. That's gonna be Wisconsin <laughs> and you know they gonna frustrate Nova he, and, and, uh, uh, uh yeah, they just going they gonna they they they, they frustrate people uh, uh uh like that, um and or Xavier, um uh in a in a way. And so Xavier's one of those programs that can just take it to another level, but they they frustrate and or teams like Nova is gonna get frustrated by teams like that. It's because they don't play, you know. They just they come with this old man stuff. And so, you know, can, can new money, can new money do their thing? Can they handle the notoriety? Can they handle being the top dog? Can they handle all the pressure coming with it? You know, up until this point, Villanova, we'll see what Xavier does, but can they can they handle when there's expectations? Those are the kind of things we're going to learn about their programs. Um, because they've done everything in their program through the regular season to do what they need to do. Now it's about sealing the deal in the turn- tournament, you know. Do they go to that next level where they kind of expect it? You always feel like Xavier was that way, Villanova should be that way, but this is their opportunity to, to make a run, um, particularly when you think about programs like Michigan State being out and some other programs can hit the opening the gate for them a little bit. Um, you know, there could be some other upsets. So, hey, we got another day of this. We've more excitement around it. Um, I'm looking forward to tapping into y'all again. Uh, these are just kind of short runs. I don't hit too much detail on this. I'm just, you know, for so for some reason it's kind of like therapy with y'all right now. I'm just, in some ways I'm trying to talk myself into believing what I think. And I appreciate y'all sharing this journey with me. You know, as we move into these last couple of minutes, as I want to say is, you know, make sure you catch my guy. Marcus, the game changer, and, and Sekou, check out that Hustle and Flows. We're have, we might be dropping a new one with Marcus uh, and uh, uh, um, uh, uh, with another special that's focused on basketball. My guy Justin Page. If y'all know that, Justin Page, Stephen A. Smith ain't got none of these cats got him. Boussard, none of these guys got on Justin Page. You put him with the game changer, it's off the hook. That's going to be fire we're going to drop that one in production. It's like, like a prod. you hear that you hear, you hear there's like a collab going on between somebody. Like, I can't believe they're in the studio together. That's the collab that's going on. When they drop it, it's going to be that nice. Um, and uh, uh, we're looking forward. And my boy, Phil T, you know, I, I call him like the, uh, he like, he's like the, uh, um, the, uh, 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 Dr. Dre of the game. He's the one always putting the beats together. Um, he's the one that just makes it makes it feel good. I'm looking forward to, to 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 have him back in the back in the back in the mix uh with me. But we're gonna just you know take it on out. We're about to get it on. Y'all have another great day with the madness. This is your boy i I'm doing it again. We about to make it happen. Where the upset's going to come from today Who is going to die Whose money is going to be in jeopardy I'm excited It's March Madness y'all Get your food right Step your grits game up Step your bacon up Get your food Get your orange juice in you Because it's about to go down This is our want Breakfast before the madness Thank you again for being with us K and A, yes, resistant digital, yes, we're here.